In this episode, I'll be sharing five ways that you can prepare yourself for manifesting love. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Katie, and after many years as a struggling single mum, I transformed into a highly successful manifester with multiple businesses, better relationships, financial abundance, and way more peace, joy, and happiness in my life. Each week, I share the real secrets around how to manifest successfully, as well as the amazing and sometimes crazy lessons I've learned along the way, so that you can apply it all to your own manifesting, transforming your life from the inside out. This is That Manifesting Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of That Manifesting Podcast. It's lovely to have you here. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to be real upfront and say that this episode is only for certain people. And those people are the ones who want to manifest love. If you are in a happy relationship, if you're not at all interested in manifesting love, then you will not enjoy this episode. So you may as well skip to the next one or or, or go and do something else with your day because this episode is purely for all of my people out there who would love to manifest true love and have that relationship that they they've really been searching for maybe for a long time. If that's you, stick around because this episode is exactly for you. Okay, that's my little disclaimer out of the way. It's Valentine's Day today. If no one's wished you a happy Valentine's, then have one from me. Happy Valentine's Day. I didn't have anyone initially wish me a happy Valentine's, but then my mum messaged me, which was lovely, to say happy Valentine's Day. And Bumble, my dog, gave me about 32 snogs before 9am, which really just meant she wanted me to get up and feed her her breakfast. But I was taking it as her wishing me happy Valentine's Day. That's 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 my that's my thought process and I'm sticking to it. But yeah, Valentine's Day. I am able to shield myself a bit from Valentine's Day because I work from home, but it wasn't always that way. When I used to work in a big office, Valentine's Day as a single person who wasn't that happy in herself as a person was just completely miserable. It was an awful day. I worked in this huge office and Valentine's Day was just a constant stream of people getting calls from reception to go down and pick up their flowers or their chocolates or their big balloons. And now I would look at that and it would just lift my heart and I would feel so joyful to see other people being celebrated on on Valentine's Day. But back then, I could have popped their balloons, stomped on their flowers and eaten their chocolates in front of them because I was so jealous um, <laughs> and and slightly bitter. Not now, but that's how I was then. And there was another, <laughs> there was, oh, this, I feel sorry for Katie in this, but there was a time where I was at home. I'd booked Valentine's Day off because I would do that wherever I could And I was sat at home and I saw a florist's van pull up in front of my house. I was really excited. I thought, oh my God, I've actually got a secret admirer. And sure enough, the florist holding this massive bunch of flowers walks down my driveway. I'm getting really excited by this point thinking, oh my God, 
I didn't know that someone thought that much of me, but this is amazing. I opened the door and the florist was stood there and I was like hand on my chest like oh my goodness I can't believe it this is amazing thank thank you thank you and he looked at me really really awkwardly and he said oh I'm so sorry these aren't for you I was wondering if you could take them in for your neighbor (laughs) oh it was awful the awkwardness was just oh, oh oh it makes me cringe thinking about it so yes I made a massive drama of of thinking that these flowers were for me and in reality I just had to take them in for my neighbour that was great that was a great day for me (laughs) luckily things have moved on from me for me since then and I no longer have that I don't have any expectation that anyone's going to send me anything for Valentine's Day because quite frankly I'm really happy doing my own thing as a single person but back in the day when I was desperate for a relationship It was, yeah, it was a tough day. Anyway, if you're finding it tough today, then I want you to know that life doesn't always have to be like this. You don't always have to feel that pang of loneliness when you think about being by yourself, not just on Valentine's Day, but for other occasions too. You know, it it can come up at Christmas. It can come up at family gatherings. It can come up when you're going on a, a works do and you're allowed to bring partners and you don't have anyone to take. There are all of these times where you can feel that pang of loneliness, not just on Valentine's Day. But I get that from my own experience, it can be heightened on Valentine's Day. And that's really why I wanted to do a special episode for Valentine's Day, because I was scrolling through social media this morning and there was a lot of content that is either about just be happy on your own you know, Valentine's Day doesn't mean shit, you know, everyone you see on social media isn't as happy as they make out, blah, 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 blah. And I get that. But it's not what you want to hear when you are alone on Valentine's Day. You don't want to hear like, oh, just be grateful that you've, you know, you can choose what you want to watch on the telly or just be grateful that blah, blah, blah. And, no, you don't want to hear that on Valentine's Day. I I feel like it should be for single people a time where you can look forward and think having a happy relationship is in my future. I just don't have it right now, but it will be in my future. I like to teach my clients that it's not about wishing and hoping for something you haven't got or trying to force yourself to be grateful for something that you don't really want you don't really want to be single so why why are you going to try and force yourself to be excited about being single but there is work that has to be done if you want to manifest a relationship despite what you may hear about manifesting, it's not about just sitting and waiting for Mr. or Mrs. Wright to come your way. There's stuff that you have to do to prepare yourself for manifesting love. And that's what I wanted to dive into today. I'm going to share with you five ways to prepare yourself for manifesting love. So by the end of this episode, you'll just have 
just some things that you can go away and do and and feel like you're taking some sort of action towards manifesting the relationship that you really, really want. Okay, so the first one is to to prepare yourself for manifesting love. You have to be clear on what you want. Now, if I ask a hundred single people, what does what tell me about your ideal partner? Nine times out of ten, most of them will go straight to looks. Oh, they have to be this height or this color hair or this sort of physique. But that is not what we should be focusing on. When we're talking about clarity and manifesting a soulmate, it's not about who you want, but what you want. As in, what are the qualities and the shared values that you'll both have? Manifesting love is about focusing on the emotions that you want to feel, the experience you want to have, not the person, okay? You could have somebody that meets your height requirement, they meet the looks that you want them to have, they meet all of those things, yet they're a complete arsehole. That's not what you want. You want someone that makes you feel a certain set of emotions. Now, I can't tell you what those emotions are. I can just tell you from my perspective, they would be things like, I want to feel safe. I want to feel secure. I want to feel loved, but I also want to love that person. I want to find them immensely attractive, but I also want them to find me immensely attractive. I want a balanced, mutual relationship. I want to feel excitement when I'm around them, but I also want them to feel that with me. I want to feel like I can support them, but I want them to support me. All of these things are what, for me, makes a beautiful relationship and a perfect relationship. But they have nothing to do with how somebody looks. And here's why it's not important. If you know exactly how you want to feel and what you want to experience in a relationship, and those things include feeling attracted to them, fancying them, all of that sexy stuff, then it doesn't matter what they look like because you will find them appealing because that's what you're trying to manifest is the feelings of attraction. When you only focus on the looks of the person, then you're leaving all of the things about how they treat you you're leaving all of that to the unknown, which is where you can be prone to to being treated not very nicely. Focus on the feelings you want to have, the experiences you want to feel, all of those things and everything else, the who they are, how tall they are, what they look like, doesn't matter because ultimately you will be getting the relationship you want and you'll be feeling the way that you want with not an ick in sight. So be very clear on what you want, but not who you want. Number two is let go of the past. This might seem like a really obvious one, okay? But there is a difference between moving on from the past and letting go of the past. When you 
move on from the past. That will look at look like things that is usually a time based thing. So if you've been split up with somebody for two years, you may feel like you've moved on from them because you don't look at their social media anymore. You're not interested in what they're doing. You don't really have those feelings of love for them anymore. So it feels like you've moved on. But that's very different to letting go of the past. When you let go of the past, you are freeing yourself of any subconscious limiting beliefs, belief patterns, behaviors that are linked to that old relationship. Okay, let me give you an example. If you were cheated on five years ago by somebody and that relationship ended you went through the hurt, you went through all the the pain, all of those feelings of, am I not worthy of being faithful? All of that stuff. Gradually, you come through it and you move on from it. Five years later, you don't love that person anymore. You don't want to be with them. But that doesn't mean you've actually let go of the past because when you go on a date, you meet someone, maybe, maybe one of the questions you feel compelled to ask them is, Have you ever cheated on somebody before? Now, that could seem like a normal question to ask, but actually it could be rooted in the past because it's being driven by a subconscious fear that you may be cheated on. And that's where I say there's a huge difference between moving on from the past and actually letting go of the past subconsciously. When you can let go subconsciously, then you're putting yourself in a better place to manifest the love that you want. Okay, so that's what you have to learn to do. You have to learn to distinguish the difference and learn to really let go of the past. The third one is about becoming the future you now. I feel like a bit of a broken record at this point. If you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you'll know exactly what I'm going to say. You are going to have to step into the identity now of the future you that already has that relationship. That might seem really tough because you think, how can I act like somebody who's in a happy relationship when I don't have a happy relationship? But there are ways to do it. And it's about making yourself as happy now as you want a new partner to make you and this is things like dating yourself so on a day like today valentine's day cook yourself a nice meal go and buy yourself a box of chocolates put a cool movie on the tv you know give yourself the evening off of housework show love to yourself And show up as the person who knows that they deserve a good relationship because ultimately they treat themselves really, really well. That is one way to become the future you now who is in that happy relationship. Just doing what I used to do, sitting on the sofa on Valentine's Day, crying into your dairy milk whilst you watch a crime documentary is not the way to become the future you now and and manifest a happy relationship. You have to give yourself the love and and be as happy with yourself as you would be with somebody else. There are lots of other ways you can do that, but those are just a couple of simple ways to, to get started, okay? Number four is trust in timing. I see this so much with my, my one-to-one clients. Now, I have to say, 
every single one of my one-to-one clients who have wanted to manifest love have worked with me and manifested love. But here's the thing. For some of them, it took a month. For some, it took a year. There's really no definite timing. All of these tutorials that you'll see on social media that say, do this and you'll hear from your true love in 12 hours is bullshit. And it's just faddy, stupid techniques designed to get you to click and watch their posts and increase their following. It's it's vanity posts for that creator. Um, sounds harsh, but say it like it is. It It's bullshit, okay? You have to trust in timing. If you decide today that you want to truly manifest somebody that deserves you and who you who deserves you and who you really want to be with, that person right now could be in another relationship. It might take them a year to go through the cycle that they need to go through to realise that that relationship's not for them, then they split up, then maybe they have a period of time where they're just being single before they can come into your life. Or it could be that the person that's meant for you is already single and and hoping to meet you too. So it could take a week. The fact is you have to trust in the timing. You have to have faith that once you've set the intention in motion, your manifestation for love is on the way. Whether that takes a day, a month, a year or longer than that. It's on the way. Your job is is to show up as the person every single day who knows what they deserve and act accordingly. The person who knows exactly how they want to be treated, the person who knows what their worth is in life and will never settle for anything less because that is showing the universe that you are truly ready. You are ready to meet the person and you are willing to let the timing happen just as it should. If you start today on your journey to manifesting love and it hasn't happened a year from now, you should still feel as enthusiastic about it as you do today. That's just the way it is. You can't force somebody to suddenly be in your life because you've decided that you want to manifest them. You have to just focus on you and trust in the timing and trust that they're coming to you. That sounded a bit uh, lectury. I'm sorry about that, but it, it's such an important point. I really, really needed to get that across to you. So sorry for being all bossy boots. Um, <laughs> okay, final one, number five. Get outside your comfort zone. Now, I feel like I'm a fine one to talk here because I'm not so good with this one. Really not. But here's the thing. Your perfect partner isn't likely to just turn up on your doorstep and ask if they can take you out. Unless, as I've said before, you want to date the Amazon delivery driver or the postman. If that's not on your radar, you've got to take some sort of action that could feel like it's putting yourself outside your comfort zone. You've got to accept invites to go to places, even if you'd rather just stay curled up on the sofa. You've got to do new things. Not with the expectation that you'll meet somebody, but just because you're broadening your opportunity to get out into the world and meet somebody else. 
I don't do that as much as I should do. And I've spoken to you before about I should be taking myself out for dinner. I still haven't done it. <laughs> I will do it. I was on a, um, I was at a meal with, with some close friends a couple of weeks ago. And one of my best friends threatened to go and sit at another table so that I would be forced to eat alone. Uh, she was only joking, but even the thought of that made me feel a little bit Oh, tingly and weird and horrible and slightly sick. Um, so I will do that. I will do the dinner thing, but I haven't done it yet. But you do have to get outside your comfort zone. I had a client that she really didn't want to do any of this getting outside your comfort zone thing. And I talked her into it and she went to a party that she'd been umming and ahhing about because she knew everyone there was going to be in couples. And she said to me, I just do not want to go to this party. And I told her she should go. So she went to the party and we had our next call. And I said, tell me about the party. And she said, Katie, it was awful. I went, I felt out of place. I was the only single person there. Everybody was in relationships. And I said, but what did you do when you were at the party? And she said, well, I spoke to people and, you know, I, I, I just put on my best personality because I thought I might as well try and enjoy it whilst I'm here. She said, but inside I was, I was literally dying because I felt so embarrassed. And we talked all of that through and, and, that was the end of that session and I heard from her a few days later and someone who she'd been speaking to at the party had got in touch with her and said I absolutely loved how confident you were just showing up on your own was amazing and I've got somebody that I would love to set you up with because I think you'd get on so well and she ended up going on several dates with this this person in the end he wasn't he wasn't her perfect person but that was besides the point the fact is she put herself outside of her comfort zone and that enabled her to meet somebody new through the course of those dates she bolstered her confidence and she felt even better and she went on to then start doing more and more of these dates where she was being set up by people and now she's in a beautiful, happy relationship. And that may have not have happened if she hadn't have put herself on that path initially to get outside of her comfort zone, go to the party that she felt less than enthusiastic about. That was one of the catalysts that helped her to become the person she needed to be to finally manifest the person she was meant to be with. That's the power of getting outside your comfort zone. It not only gives you new experiences, but it also helps you step into that future identity right now. Those are your five things. That, that is all the five things that I wanted to share with you about how to prepare yourself for manifesting love. Okay, imagine being confident on dates and no longer feeling like you're not good enough or that you'll never meet someone that you like who also likes you in return. Imagine not feeling that pang of loneliness anymore when you're on your own, when you see your friends doing fun things with their partners 
wondering why it's never you who meets someone amazing and imagine really truly knowing your worth and confidently never settling for less than you deserve that's the power of of evolving your identity of of truly letting the past go moving on believing what's possible for you in the future if you've been listening to this you might still be wondering okay you've given me these five tips but how do you really do that how do you evolve your identity and believe what's possible for you even while you're still single and it's something that I help my one-to-one clients with all of the time and they are all now manifesting amazing dates relationships all of that stuff so I've decided to package everything that I've taught them together into one program called create love and create love is designed to help single people solo parents and lone empty nesters to finally let go of the past move on evolve their identity and believe what's possible so that they can manifest true love because I teach my clients that building a great relationship actually starts way before they even meet someone. You know, too many single people only believe that they'll be happy when they manifest the one, when in actual fact, it's the other way around. They'll only manifest the one when they're happy. And that happiness lies in their sense of self, who they believe they are and what they're capable of manifesting, which is their identity. So this new Create Love program will help you step into that future version of you now, the version of your identity who already has what you want without using any of those stupid fad manifesting techniques that you see online that just don't work. I'll be teaching you how to rewire your subconscious mind through a new and aligned identity so that you can leave your past behind, feel confident and happy in who you are and actually know your worth because that's how you manifest the relationship that you deserve. This new program is launching on the 4th of March. I'm super excited about it and you can get yourselves added to the wait list now because there is going to be some very special offers for the people that get added to the wait list. So the way to do that is you can head over to the web page and that web page I'm just getting the details I'm gonna look at me I'm, I'm working on the fly here the the website is the manifesting mindset.co.uk and then it's forward slash create love waitlist forward slash I have left a link in the show notes or you can go to any of my social media platforms, click the link in the bio and just click the top link and you can register on the wait list and you will be the first to hear all about the details of this, what will be an epic programme for anyone who wants to manifest love. If you don't want to manifest love and you listen to this whole episode, this is not the programme for you. This is only for people who genuinely want to know how to manifest love in their lives. I'm taking everything I've learnt over the last 10 years for myself, everything I've taught my clients and I'm bundling all up into one program that's really designed to have me by your side, showing you the way and helping you to find that perfect person for you. So get yourself added to the waitlist, and I hope to see you on the inside of the program when it finally launches. 
So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe and leave a review because it really does help me to reach more people. I've left some links in the show notes so you can connect with me or you can grab one of my manifesting resources. Until next week, sending you lots of love, light and manifesting vibes.